Hello, Linda. Hey, Carla. How did you enjoy connecting to the app? It's super simple. <laughs> super simple. That's awesome. So yeah, so I I done a podcast. This is the second podcast I done um, with. I did one last with Danny. Um, she did it, and she was the first person to do it with a connection, which is super easy because we can you can stay in your house and I can stay in mine, and you can do a podcast with anyone in the world through this um, application, which is amazing. I know it's amazing. It is super simple. It's I like simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> This is amazing. So, no, basically, just get straight into it. Um, I want to keep. I try to keep the podcast around about ten minutes, just to make okay. it short and sweet. It's all about your under what you, how you've kind of progressed from fitness, where you've been. I'll maybe ask a few questions in the meantime, if yep. you are, if if there's anything that we can go through in particular. But just to start off, really, it's just to explain you kind of your journey with fitness and and how you've where you started with it and uh, work to where you're at now and then we can go from there okay so um i i have always been fit and i've always kept health in mind can you hear me or is there an echo i can hear you clearly oh um so i've always had health at the back of my mind i come from a family where breast cancer is in our family with my mum, my sister and then myself too and so for me, eating healthy and living a healthy life has always been important. But maybe uh, a year and a half ago, I completed a big challenge. And once I came off that challenge, I kind of metaphorically plopped on the couch <laughs> and did nothing for the next 14 months. I think I woke up 14 months later and thought I'm a blob. I had picked up seven kgs of weight. And um, so really wanted to get back to being physical, feeling fit, feeling healthy, and of course, losing the weight when I met you. Yeah. So in terms of the journey itself, what is it you've kind of found that's most been most challenging um, to get back to the gym? And what was that fact, the kind of factor where you were like, you know, this is something that I shouldn't have done in the well, not say shouldn't have done in the first place because we've discussed in person that maybe it was something you've been needed because you were yeah. training your whole life yeah and um, but on top of that it's more the fact is that why did you how did you feel when you had to take that um, step back but the step to get back into training what was the what was the kind of deciding factor for you where, where were you at mindset and, and why did you do it I think, um, in hindsight, I agree with you. Uh, taking time off was what I needed. I had tried to get back to the gym a few times, but never kind of engaged with it, really. I, my head wasn't right. I think what was different um, this time was uh, it was during COVID and lockdown. And I saw you, you were posting clips about um, your own training. And just something clicked in my head. I thought, well, absolutely, he's right. If you really want to train, stop making excuses and find a way. I mean, you've got the stairs, you've got anything, just get moving. So I think that it was really seeing your videos that kind of, I don't know, gave me the motivation that I needed. Yeah. And, and that for, for, for most people it's, it's, who would be listening, um, that I, I believe anyway that if you are someone who's who's – even got a, a kind of inkling of an understanding of what exercise can do to you health-wise, yeah. business-wise, um, you know, 
friendship wise you know like because yeah. you know if you're in a negative mindset like even when your interactions with people will be completely different yeah. um and and that's why i would say like as as you said it's yourself is like there is a way and and one thing i would say from from my side is when you come across people because i've done this job for 10 years when you come yeah. across people who are who are saying to me oh this has happened or like the, the nurseries or the, the schools are starting back again. I'm really chopped off my feet. I'm like, and these are people who have been on five, six day staycations. I'm thinking to myself, well, mm. you aren't you aren't in a situation to be saying that because you've obviously not prepared in any possible way. And yeah. it's something I was just talking to someone about today was self-sabotage. And yeah. it's, a lot of people don't, don't really know what that is, but they, they self-sabotage themselves yeah. in a way that they know what they're doing wrong. And they know when it comes to the day before the, the the day before they're not going to be prepared for it but they do that because they don't feel worthy or um, they don't feel that they are able to actually when I say worthy they've had bad experiences in the past to not think that they're that level yeah. and I know as a coach um you're, you're you're someone who's went through you go through a lot of that stuff as well I'm sure yeah yeah that's absolutely true I really want to speak to something that you just said a moment earlier before the self-sabotage and I can so relate to that, Carlo. Honestly, I've been through some hairy moments, just like everybody, I guess, but through my breast cancer, through all of the challenges I've had, when I trained in the gym and I achieved, you know, when I pushed myself and achieved goals in the gym, it really grounded me. It made me feel like my life could be like a, a tent flapping in the wind, but I had that peg in the ground and I was able to be more resilient. I was able to be more grounded because I was achieving what I was in the gym. So I can't uh, underline enough how important being physical is for our emotional and well, uh, you know, mental well-being. Um, and I, I do think that sometimes we self-sabotage or maybe we don't see our best potential and don't know how to live up to that, which is why I think it's important when you have a coach who can see – sees you from the outside sees your potential and is able to push you towards that yeah and i think that comes into a place where um you know i think a lot of people can be put off through younger experiences where yeah. well, let's say for example there are when you're you're, you're a da you, you're in dance when you were young i know you didn't you said you were a bit older when you before you started that yeah but as, as an example let's say you're a young girl in dance or you're a young boy in football um you go to go to a coach and many coaches back in, in these in that when you're younger, are just people who don't give you the correct coaching. They use a lot of, you know, shouting. They use a lot of different ways of communicating. They have a one-way-fits-all communication, and that yeah. can be detrimental to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then what happens is when they see a coach, you think, oh, you just think shouting. Yeah. They think pr extra pressure that's not needed. They think embarrassment. Um, yeah, you know, they think of all true. these little, little factors that are actually sh that, they don't, they, that, that they don't want to kind of, kind of put it kind of comes to front with yeah and when that true. happens when they come to see a coach again just on something as simple as simple but when they want to drop body fat or they want to change their body shape they have an already negative beginning whereas yeah. if you had if you've got an under a good uh point of coaching then as soon as you have an issue you'll outsource to a coach you'll outsource to someone who'll be able to help you and realize yeah. That's what gets you back onto the train. That's what gets you back onto the path and actually gets you to where you want to be as opposed to walking yeah. around lost uh, and where a lot of people get uh, do that and any part of their life, uh, me included in, in some aspects. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think all top 
athletes and top business people have got coaches. And I, I mean, I fired a coach once because he made me feel so horrible about myself. He was not motivational at all. I just thought, you know, it's just, I mean, I was just starting coming out of rehab and I just didn't need that. But yeah. what I've really enjoyed about working with you is I love learning and I am an, I will be an eternal learner. And you put out so much information. You educate us not just about, well, about everything really, because it's all connected. So not just about nutrition and the exercises, but also your tips. And it makes me feel like, oh, I haven't thought about it that way. And it gives me more perspective on, on health and fitness. So I've, I've really enjoyed that. Oh, that's great! No, and and thanks for that. And and that's the main the main thing is after what you've just said there is is the fact is that you do take little small tips along the way. And and what you what a lot of people don't realise, and I always relate to to health, is that see those little tips, those little parts there. Is just the more educated you are, as you said yourself, what what you'll realise is if you do those small tips and do that for say 12 to 16 months, exactly. you'll get a substantial amount of information. And you, as I said, as you know, as people know, you can apply that to any sort of, of learning. But as I said, for me, it's, it's the health side. Yeah. And if you can, if you can learn small bits of information consistently that you might think that's minor, you've got 400 bits of minor information. I can guarantee you when you come to go, go back to train and you, yeah. and you go, when you have, times where you feel really hungry and you uh, and you and you back maybe two years ago you would have just grabbed and phoned it or just deliver you go you know what it's really easy because now because of tips you keep stuff in the fridge that's one yeah. example of one thing yeah. and yeah. you have all these little small things that you have because of education that your body is just substantially better whereas if you don't have those small bits of information on the way and someone gives you tons of information and in a full course of 30 pages you're, you're not going to do that and that's one of the reasons why i've started that web a thursday webinar and i've kept it to 20 minutes yeah. is because those 20 minutes might be two pieces of information you didn't know but two pieces of information over 12 months is a lot of information exactly exactly it's like the small incremental changes as you're speaking, I think about the analogy of a ship going north. If you shift its tiller, even just a small amount, like one or two degrees, initially you don't see those changes. But over time, that boat ends up on a different continent. And I think it's the same with our learning. Yeah. And, and if we can continue to learn, we can completely mm. alter and change our lifestyle. I love that. I love that. That that. that um example there that's that's a perfect example for people to kind of like check check in and even for anyone and I, i'm i'm all about ongoing learning do you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not someone who sticks up a podcast and then sits there and there's a lot of people out there who do this and go you know what i'm speaking on a high horse here and by any means i'm not yeah. i'm just wanting to talk to people who are also on the, the journey of learning to and on a journey of understanding that they have flaws Whereas, and then figuring those things out. And when you're around those kind of people, everyone takes positive parts from them and then, and yeah. then they, they, they grow and make the, the more negative parts of themselves better. And uh, that's, that's the, whole, the whole point of this. And, and to, sum, to, to summarize kind of um, what we're talking about is if you can um, just give a, a brief understanding, Linda, of where you're wanting to get to now um, and say like a small amount of time. Sure. I've well, I've already lost five kilos. I want to lose the two extra that I collected along the way. But more importantly, I want to feel fit again. I want to feel strong again, stronger than than a few years ago. 
that's basically where I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's as I said, that's great, and and one of the whole points of this this podcast is to kind of the more we're well, not podcast, but for me is to drop body fat. It's one of my specialities. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 speciality and and a sense is helping people drop body fat to a level they never thought was possible while being able to manage a busy lifestyle, and that's something yeah. that I always stick by is my kind of like my purpose purpose line. Is, um, is, is on top of dropping body fat, doing it within a busy lifestyle, which the majority of people do have. Yeah. And, and that's something that I, I, really, I really push with, with my clientele. And that's the kind of clients that I, I try and focus, focus on uh, yeah. and, and, and kind of attract. So, but no, that's, I said, I try to keep it just short. This, this only lasts the 15 minutes anyway, so it keeps the podcast short. But I wanted to say thanks so much for coming on and I hope a lot of people can relate to you and, and just see your, your positive understanding of learning and positive um, mindset on making different goals and what how you've, even in such a short period of time, you've summarised where you've came from, the kind of challenges you've went through and where you're, where you're heading. So I appreciate that. No, thank you, Carlo. I feel very inspired working with you and working with the people that you have around you. You pull us all yeah. together and we're all on the same journey. So it makes it fun and super motivational so thank you no problem thanks a lot Linda. thanks All right. again bye thanks bye bye